on a Sunday afternoon during summer in New York City, two young women sat on a blanket in Central Park sharing a picnic lunch. The bright sun cast dark shadows while a light wind fluttered. It was a beautiful day. The women sat under a willow tree and the sun streamed over their shoulders. They enjoyed the warm, caressing radiance of the sun while eating their lunch. Although Jane had been Sarah's friend since the week she moved to New York to attend college five years ago, she still didn't feel like she knew her friend very well. She answered Sarah's roommate wanted ad a day after she arrived in the city, and they hit it off immediately. Jane moved into the two-bedroom apartment on Amsterdam Avenue shortly after. Jane laughed easily and often, and hoped that her good humor would help her somber friend, who seemed to Jane as though she carried some deep inner pain. Sarah put on a tough face, however, not letting Jane in on the secrets that troubled her, even as they became best friends. Jane learned not to push Sarah to talk. Instead, she was quietly supportive and let Sarah open up when she wanted. Jane was open and talkative, but Sarah didn't speak much about her family or say much about her past. The young women differed physically as well. Jane had dark brown hair past her shoulders, which she liked to tie in a ponytail. Sarah kept her ash-blonde, almost gray hair at shoulder length, framing her face. Jane's dark skin and ocean-blue eyes contrasted with Sarah's pale skin and gray eyes. Jane's round face with its sculpted chin and proud jawline seemed made for laughing. Her face was kind, with a smile that made people feel welcome. Sarah's face was a study in lines and angles, long and oval, with her nose, cheeks, and brow forming planes rather than curves. Jane was tall and lean, athletic in an outdoorsy way, and liked to wear jeans with a plain t-shirt or sweater. She grew up playing with boys, and even then she spoke in a boyish manner. New York had not robbed Jane of her tomboy mentality, which made her friend Sarah absolutely intriguing among all the women she knew. Jane saw that Sarah was brooding again, that something was troubling her. Jane hadn't tried to talk to Sarah about her emotional distance, her seeming sadness and pain for several months now. Avoiding the issue tested her patience. As Sarah's best friend, she found it difficult to be so quietly supportive for so long. Jane felt that she was not the same person she was before meeting Sarah. Something about her roommate brought out a different, nurturing side of her. Jane sometimes recalled how hot-tempered she used to be and how she manipulated people to get things her way. She thought about the time she pushed her parents to buy her a car and how much she pried at people, other people, not Sarah, until she got what she wanted. Sarah was different. For reasons Jane couldn't put into words, she became compassionate toward and supportive of her roommate. Normally, she got upset when she didn't get her way and became furious if she didn't get the answers she wanted to hear. But with Sarah, it was different. Jane knew there was something about Sarah, something she could not explain, that brought out the best in her. Jane noticed that Sarah didn't speak much about her family, or say much about her past. Although she had known Sarah for years and thought of her as her best friend, she realized that she didn't know much about Sarah's history. Everything with Sarah was in the present, as though she didn't want to, or somehow couldn't, share her past. Sarah understood that her problems were very different from Jane's, and of a type with which almost no one could sympathize or even comprehend, which was why she kept her problems buried deep inside. Sometimes all she could do was swallow each breath and keep it held in tight. 
No one knew the precious agony that she held tightly inside herself. Jane knew that Sarah needed help. She could read it in her friend's eyes. She tried to get Sarah to talk many times, but each time sorrow and pain welled up in Sarah's eyes. Jane could not bear to see her friend suffer such agony. Even though Jane was absorbed in her last year at NYU, she swore to find out Sarah's problems and do whatever it took to help. Sarah's problems were completely different from Jane's, and of a type that Sarah realized few people can sympathize with or even comprehend. Although she knew that Jane would do her best to help, she usually thought it was better to keep her problems buried deep inside. That Sunday, however, she decided to tell Jane stories that she would not believe. Stories about her past. Sarah opened their picnic basket and handed Jane a sandwich.